Welcome to the Mercy Community Group Leader Podcast. Mercy Community Groups exist to become more like Jesus together through regular gathering, shared devotion, and sacrificial love. My name is Joey Schwartz, and I'm your group's pastor. And the goal for this podcast, we're starting this out new, is to share stories of God's work among our community groups, to keep you informed about church news and events, and especially to equip you to lead your groups toward a deeper knowledge of Christ. We're releasing this first episode. It's Thursday, August 13th, and the purpose of this episode is to give you vision for the month ahead leading up to our group collective on September 17th. But before we go there, I want to start out every episode by giving you updates on news and events in the life of our church. I want to make sure, especially in this COVID season, that you as our group leaders are informed in the know on any changes around our events in the church. So first, this Sunday, August 16th, we're having our outdoor service. Make sure to RSVP at mercycharlotte.com slash news. If you're coming out to that, it'll be at 10 a.m. outside of our church at the Providence Road campus. That's this Sunday, August 16th. Now we have shifted, postponed, rescheduled our group leader collective from August 20th, what was planned next Thursday. Now that group leader collective will be on September 17th, Thursday. Um, If you're a group leader and you have children who need childcare, you can go ahead and make plans for a babysitter on September 17th. We will reimburse up to $35 Um, That way you are freed up to come and learn and gather and collaborate. That's going to be a big night, September 17th. That's next Sunday, Sunday, September 20th. uh, Membership class is happening at our Providence Road campus. And then finally, that following Sunday, September 27th, we're having our group link. It was originally scheduled toward the end of August, but now it is scheduled at the end of September. Given that our group leader collective got postponed, we're also moving that group link to September 27th, especially for new groups or young groups. That's relevant for you. That's a big day, uh, September 27th. Okay, that's all of our news and events change. You can find all of that at mercycharlotte.com slash news. Okay, I want to move into some information for you, some vision for you as community group leaders. I hope that this summer has been restful for you. I know that in this season, it's been really hard to know how to rest. And all of life has kind of been smudged together where work and family and rest and play and home has all just kind of merged together. And it's probably left many of you restless if you're anything like me. So if that's you right now, I just want to tell you that you're not alone in that. We are all together going through so much change right now. And whether we like it or not, COVID has just thrown off life. And in a time like this, I'm really, really, really thankful that Jesus is on the boat with us in the middle of the storm. I'm thankful that Jesus uh, has demonstrated his love for us and that while we are sinners, not perfectly organized, emotionally healthy, disciplined Christians, and while we were sinners, Christ died for us. And I'm thankful that even when we feel like we can't hold our lives together, God is holding on to us now and forever so that not even death can separate us from his love. I'm really thankful for that. Um, This season has been really hard, but I also really believe that God is up to something here, and especially for our group's ministry, especially for you as group leaders. I believe there's much hope in the Holy Spirit for the season to come. And I've been asking, like, what if God wants to use this season of uprooting to plant us even deeper into his vision for our church and our community? See, no matter where you're at right now, as our uh, community group leaders, I really believe that God has a significant role for you to play in bringing about a gospel awakening in the city of Charlotte that is carried to the ends of the earth. 
So what I want to do here in this episode, I want to give some clarity about where we're going as a community group ministry, because I'm excited more than ever to see God move in and through our groups. But as you know, we're moving our collective where all of our leaders are gathering together to share with one another and receive common vision until September 17th. That's when the collective is going to be. So that leaves about a month um, for you to still lead your group in the interim. So this episode is not going to be the big vision for the fall season. That's coming in the collective. But the purpose of this episode is to give you all the clarity you need as a community group leader to lead your group from now until then. So right here, I'm going to do two things. We're not quite ready to roll out exactly where the Lord is directing us in the fall. We're continuing to pray and discuss that. And we would love your prayers and your feedback and input as you're listening to the Lord and the Holy Spirit. Um, But right now, I'm going to give you a sneak peek at some high level things that God is going to do in our community groups ministry where we feel like the Lord is leading us already. And then I'm going to give you a really clear practical schedule for your group meeting together between now and September 17th. So what are you supposed to do with your group? Are you supposed to meet? Are you supposed to not meet? Uh, All of that is coming right here in this episode. I want to give you clarity. So a really big overview of where we're going and then a schedule. So let's start with an overview of where we feel like the Lord is leading us as a a community group's ministry. I'm going to walk through four things. So the first area that we feel really convinced that the Lord is leading us into is activating the whole body of Christ. So what's become really clear in the season is that we all together as Mercy Church, the church, not just staff, not just the elders, but every member has to play a role and helping each other become more like Jesus. If we're going to grow as followers of Jesus scattered throughout the city, it's going to mean that all of us have to be activated for not just receiving discipleship, but discipling one another with the gifts that the Holy Spirit has given us. And the beautiful thing is that this is exactly how Jesus has designed his church. So in Ephesians chapter 4, Paul says that in verse 8, he says, but grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. And then he goes on in verses 15 and 16. He says, rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. See, Jesus designed his body so that we function best when every single body part is playing a role in building up. And a really, another beautiful thing about this is that we already have a system and a structure set up to do this, and it's called community groups. We've always said that the vision of community groups is to help one another become more like Jesus through regular gathering, shared devotion, and sacrificial love. And so community groups exist for this purpose, to activate every member of the body to build up the rest of the body. So what this means in this season is that we will be encouraging one another and spurring one another on more than ever to pursue this vision that we've always had. We'll be encouraging you as our group leaders and every member of your group to lean in to be a spirit-filled minister to the body of Christ and to the city of Charlotte. So that's the first way we feel like the Lord is moving us ahead, and that's um, activating the whole body of Christ. Now, second is in the area of discipleship groups, continuing discipleship groups with some refining. So let me explain. Tied directly into our desire to activate the whole body of Christ is discipleship groups. If you remember, we started rolling out discipleship groups back in February. And um, discipleship groups, if you're not in the note, it's 
smaller, single-gendered groups of three to five believers who gather for personal, focused encouragement and accountability. The way we rolled out this is that every other week, at the same time that community groups typically met, discipleship groups met instead. And since we rolled this out, I've really been in a continuous conversation with so many of you leaders about how discipleship groups have been going in your group. And I've heard everything, uh, cases where your group has just loved discipleship. They love it. But also cases where your group has really, really struggled with it. And cases where you have maybe some D groups that are really thriving and others that are struggling. A few months ago, I gathered some feedback over a survey from you about how discipleship group played out in your community group. And the results from that survey made two things really clear. So first, because of the spiritual growth that is happening through D groups, we have to keep D groups going and continue the momentum of what God has done. I've heard story after story of what God has been doing in D groups. We've had men who have been struggling with pornography for years start to obey God in that area with steadfastness for the very first time because of the accountability of D group. We've had young women and men who were shy and wouldn't speak up in the context of a larger group, but have flourished and leaned in on their discipleship in the context of a smaller D group. And we've had so many believers who have experienced true biblical up-close community for the first time. A really telling stat from the feedback survey is that out of 39 respondents, 23 leaders said that they and their group would be really excited about continuing to hold D groups. Now, the second thing that was made clear from this survey is that discipleship groups can use a lot of improvement and flexibility. So if you even look at the statistic that I just mentioned, so that means nearly 59% of respondents said they were excited about moving forward. We had a few opposed, but that still leaves about 30% somewhere in the middle. Most of that hesitancy from the survey, not all, but most of the hesitancy came from scheduling issues and structural issues. So for example, D groups meeting every other week, it tended to make community groups see each other less often. Sometimes it was also hard to put people in the right groups. You had the, the temptation of clicks or of hurt feelings and so forth. So what this means altogether, this, this kind of conglomeration of feedback, um, is that while we are going to continue D groups in the fall, we are going to make some adjustments to improve D group and to hopefully help it um, complement your community group better. We're also going to provide more flexibility for you as leaders. We have to acknowledge I've learned this in the last eight months um, as I'm trying to figure out how to uh, lead this ministry by the grace of God. We have to acknowledge that we have different groups with different age ranges, different life stages, and different discipleship needs. And a one-size-fits-all approach just won't work, and especially in a chaotic season like this. The goal of community groups is to help one another become more like Jesus, and that is going to look like D group for most of our groups, but for some of our groups, given their life stage, their location, other needs, it may need to be adapted. And we are very flexible. Again, the goal is discipleship. So based on the survey, most of you are going to be thrilled to hear that we're moving forward with discipleship groups to see how God is going to continue moving in your group. But some of you are probably thinking, oh no, this didn't work out well in the spring. How's it going to work out this time around? And I want you to know that our goal in community groups is remaining the same 
And our structure of D groups is just a means to that end. So we're going to make some adjustments. And if we need to make even more adjustments for your group to help you lead well and to help your group become more like Jesus together, then we'll do that. But we're going to move forward in personal focused accountability so that every single member of the body is owning their discipleship and the discipleship of others in their group. I'm going to talk about this a lot more at the end of the episode, but we'd love to have conversations with you, even leading up to the collective, to talk about how to best approach discipleship in your group. Because again, it's not a one-size-fits-all approach. Okay, that's number one, uh, activation of every member of the body of Christ. Number two, a continuation of D groups with some refining. And then third, ownership of leaders. This is another way we feel like the Lord is leading us. The, sh- the third shift is um, an increased ownership of leaders. You think of the early church in Acts 2 through Acts 6, and everyone, everyone is filled with the Holy Spirit. Every single believer is serving one another. Every single believer is devoted to one another in, in the early church, Acts 2 through Acts 6. But then after Stephen is martyred in the church in Acts 7, the church scatters, and an already committed church begins to carry even more of the weight of the ministry. They were already committed, but now they're carrying the ministry more and more. The scattering that appears tragic at first ends up multiplying the number of active ministers across the city. And I think that's very similar to where God is leading us right now. We've always had a committed church and especially committed and devoted community group leaders. God has already been at work, but in this scattering across the city, all of you leaders who have already been so committed will be carrying more weight of the ministry. I know that in the middle of such a chaotic season, this could feel really intimidating and potentially discouraging, but as you are perhaps feeling the weight of Acts 8 scattering, I want you to remember the power of Acts 2 filling. You're not alone in this ministry, and you have the Holy Spirit of God, and He promises to give all the grace you need to do all the ministry He's calling you to. And also, isn't this really where we want to be as a church, as a community group's ministry, in dependence on God the Spirit, eager and ready to do whatever He calls us to? Um, I'm excited to see where He leads us as we continually open our hands to His leadership. And in addition to the Spirit's help, we are here to help, as in our staff and elders. Um, And this leads to the fourth area that we feel like the Lord has already given clarity, increased equipping. So Ephesians 4 makes it plain that pastors and shepherds are charged with equipping you for the work of the ministry. And in the season of scattering, it's more urgent than ever that we do that really well. So starting this fall, we're going to be ramping up the resources and training that we're going to do for leaders and and discipleship group facilitators. And it's all with the goal of helping you lead your group to become more like Jesus. One example of this equipping is this podcast. We're going to be using this podcast to give you as leaders the latest news and updates about events in our church, to share stories about how God is working. I would love to have Uh, Some of you community group leaders share on the podcast about what the Lord is doing in your group. Some of you that really excites you and some of you are going to be running away whenever you see an email from me. Um, But most often in this community group or in this uh, podcast, excuse me, we'll be using this podcast to equip and train you to lead your group. So it's going to be a resourcing podcast. So if you are a Mercy community group leader, I would strongly encourage you to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow if you're listening to this on Spotify. If you have any tech issues, I know we have some high-tech people and some low-tech people uh, come and ask us, and we'd love to help you figure out how to get this on your phone, on your device. 
That way, whenever we send resources and updates on this podcast, you're immediately in the know. Another example of equipping is the Group Leader Collective coming up on September 17th. I know I've mentioned this already 17 times on this podcast, but it's really, really important that you're there. I'm giving you a broad overview here of where we're going in the ministry, but at this event, September 17th, we're going to be going into detail about the vision of groups in the upcoming year. So if you're a community group leader, we need you there. And it's not just so that you can hear what we have to say. We need you there because you're a leader to collaborate with other leaders in our church and help other groups move forward with help in the upcoming season. Um, Speaking of collaboration, we're going to be setting up more and more opportunities for training and collaboration among leaders so that in this season of scattering, you don't feel alone. There are really other group leaders walking through the same difficulties, and you can learn from one another. And you're going to hear more about uh, these opportunities for collaboration at the collective. But already outside of the group's ministry, our church at large is setting up equip opportunities. Pastor Richard and Molly Johncock, who oversee our equip ministries, they're setting up a lunch and learn series on Tuesday lunches over Zoom. And this is starting on August 18th. So coming up this Tuesday, uh, it's a Zoom call meeting training over a Tuesday lunch, I believe starting at noon. They're going to be covering topics like emotional health, parenting through COVID, singleness, marriage, meeting with God through the season. You can sign up for that at mercycharlotte.com slash equip if you'd like to sign up for that. That's a whole church equipping. Um, So besides the specific equipping that we're going to be giving you as leaders, we're also going to be equipping the whole church. So I want you to know in all of this that we are seeking to make sure that you are not only given more ownership of the ministry, but also you're given all the resources you need to carry that out. Um, Again, we're going to dive into so much more detail at The Collective on September 17th. But an overview, uh, uh, to recap what we've said, an overview of where we sense the Lord is leading us. First, activating the whole body of Christ. Second, a continuation of a refined D-group. Third, more ownership for community group leaders. And fourth, equipping from your staff and pastors to help you carry out the ministry. Okay, so based on that vision, I want to give you an overview of the schedule for the upcoming month. So what is it going to look like for you to lead your group leading up to the collective? Because you're going to be given a lot of instructions on September 17th. So what do you do in the meantime? Okay, first... August 30th, the week of August 30th, just like we planned, we're going to start up groups again on the week of August 30th. During this week, we're going to be encouraging your groups to meet together for a time of sharing a meal, sharing a dinner, and recounting what God has done through the COVID season and summer. I think that before we can press on in the fall, we need to look back. We need to both celebrate what God has done and cast our anxieties on him because he cares for us. So we're going to be helping uh, you to facilitate this time, August 30th, with a guide. We'll be sending out a guide to help you do this. But just know that that's coming. It'll be kind of like a kickoff for your group for the fall, a meal, which you can do outdoors, potluck style if you have a large group. If you have a smaller group, you can do that indoors, as well as some structured time of reflecting together so that you can really entrust everything to the Lord and move forward into a new season together. So August 30th, a kickoff meal with your group, some celebrating and casting on the Lord. Next, September 6th. The next week is September 6th. That's the week of Labor Day. 
So we're encouraging you just to take off that week as a group. A lot of people are going to be traveling. Uh, if you'd like to meet together as D groups on your own time or do something different that week, feel free to do that. Uh, take ownership as a leader and just do what you want to do and feel led to do with your group. But in terms of an organized plan or a guide for that week, we're just acknowledging that Labor Day typically makes people unavailable and uh, cutting out that week and then moving forward in the next week. That brings us to September 13th, the following week. Um, this is the week of the collective is also the week uh, following our five-year anniversary weekend in which Pastor Spence is going to be giving the entire church vision for the upcoming fall. So on this week, the week of September 13th, on the week of September 13th with your group, you're going to be devoting yourself to a time of prayer and discussing your group's vision for the fall. So you're going to be talking together about what you want God to do among your group in the fall season. We're going to be providing a guide for that time as well as well as plenty of guidance and instruction that we'll also probably provide here on the podcast. After the collective on September 17th, we're going to move into a normal rhythm for community groups, and uh, we'll talk more about some adjustments for our D group plan at the collective, the D group rhythm. But just so you have a heads up and can plan with your group, you should plan on meeting as a community group, a whole group, on both the weeks of September 20th and 27th. So a whole community group meeting both on the weeks of September 20th and the 27th. So that gives you the schedule for the next month and a half. August 30th, a kickoff meal, celebrate, uh, cast your cares on the Lord together as a group. September 6th, off, uh, D groups optional that week. September 13th is going to be a time of prayer and discussing vision together as a group. The following week, uh, you're going to be meeting as a community group that's September 20th. And then the following week, September 27th, you're going to be meeting as a community group again. You will get vision for those weeks at the collective, which is on September 17th. I hope that provides all the clarity you need. If you want more information, don't hesitate to reach out. I've also got all of this on the master calendar for groups. So you have the vision of where we feel like the Lord is leading us. You have a schedule for the next month and a half. Throughout the next month or so, I and your coaches are totally available to talk with you about leading the group. Um, I want you to feel all the freedom in the world to reach out to me, email me, joey at mercycharlotte.com to discuss this and talk about what it means. Also, your coach is an incredible resource to be able to lean into and ask about certain situations in your group. Maybe you have a D group that didn't work out well and you're, you already want to start thinking about how to solve that in your group. Talk to your coach. Um, we have really faithful men um, who are coaching your groups, our elders who are uh, can help you and come alongside you in thinking through those issues. Um, so the message in this whole first episode is you're not alone. You're not on an island. And as a church with the presence and the comfort of the Holy Spirit, we're together in this. Together, and a zealous and joyful pursuit to maximize this season for the mission of God. I'm so thankful for our brothers and our sisters who are leading as community group leaders. I have seen you press on with steadfastness through this season, and it has made me so encouraged as one of your pastors. I'm excited, expectant going into this season. Um, not because we're strong, not because we're uh, clever or have great ideas or whatever. I am expectant going into the season because we have a great God whose church cannot be stopped. Not even the gates of hell can stop it. And so I'm excited to see what the Lord Jesus does in the season ahead. That's all for this episode. Mercy Group Leaders, you are sent.